Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Faddis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the studio tonight. As always, Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07 CanQuitFishing.com Sportsman and 2021 Sportsman Champion here locally at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. And Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. What's up, guys? We're having a good time. Hey, what's up? Yeah, this is a big weekend coming up uh, Friday and Saturday night with the Night Ooh. of Champions number two. And uh, we got the Pro Late Models and the Supers. Uh, you know, we've already crowned champions this week, or actually two weeks ago, right. from Five Flag Speedway in the local classes and some of the... The only like, ones left are the uh, Modified Mayhem, which will not be until the Derby. The derby. Yeah. yeah. Right, but, and the Pros and Supers yeah. are Friday, Saturday night. Man, it's just going to be a big lineup. <laughs> yeah, Friday night with that 75 lapper. They, he was going to run double headers on Saturday, but he decided not to because it's you, know, you got some guys running... Be running three races. That's a little mm-hmm. much that's on a little on a lot. driver. So, yeah. and the, the mental taxing. So, run seventy five laps Friday night. I don't know. And then Saturday night, also they're going to have fireworks, from what I understand. So, that's going to be pretty cool. So, pack up and come out and watch some stock cars go around because it's a heck of a show. And the championship in both divisions is going to come down to a barn burner. Yeah, there are going to be big names here, uh, both Friday and Saturday night. And I can just go over a couple of them because I got them in front of me. Uh, Stacy Crane, uh, John Bolin, uh, Christopher Hogan, uh, Hunter Robbins, obviously, uh, William Sawalich, uh, Jake Bowman, uh, Cole Williams, Dustin Smith, Jake Garcia. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. And, and Friday and Saturday night, really, like Jim has mentioned, it's going to be a big weekend for champions again. Very huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a heck of a show. I mean, you got a bunch of championships with very, very, very close. So, I mean, <clears throat> you're several points. The, the, in the, uh, Alan Turners are tied. Yes. <laughs> and Bubba and, and Stephen Nassie ain't but a couple of points apart. So it's going to come down to who finishes ahead of who. And, you know, you might see a little bit of using the old chrome horn to move somebody <laughs> to win a championship. I know I would. Now, Jake Garcia in third place, only eight points out. That's, that is really tight. It could, it could switch in a hurry. Yeah. Well, I, the thing about Jake Garcia is he's owed one by Mr. Uh, William Swalich. Yes. And uh, it might get interesting because if, if William has a problem, he might, you know what, this Jake Garcia guy owe him one. I'm not going to let him win his championship. Boop. Yeah, Minnesota Missile may just take him out. <laughs> yeah, it might get ugly. So we will see what happens. But I'm hoping that it don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like it to come down to them battling for it. I, I wonder if that Minnesota Missile nickname has gotten to him yet. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be interesting to find you know, out. Through us three short track guys. Hey, you know, it, it happens. <laughs> well, then, you know, Saturday night we got the Supers coming up, uh, doing the same thing, uh, albeit the laps are maybe a little different and a little bit different structure, I guess, because I think we had some weather issues that, that maybe have changed this up. But um, Hunter Robbins again. Uh, Jesse Love, who we talked a lot about from Redwood City, California. Sammy Smith, Williams to Wallach again. And our boy, Port City Chassis boy, Bubba Pollard. The Bubba. The, yep, uh, the Pollard. Can't wait for that one. And, and the guy with the best hair in the whole entry list, Michael Hind. <laughs> and the prettiest car, too. The, the flames are uh, just awesome. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the flames, the 69 car. You can't miss that one, Michael Hind. And uh, Stephen Nassi, Matthew Craig, Michael Hind again. Gavin Graham, dude, uh, it's going to be a stellar weekend for sure. Oh, yeah. We got Hunter Robin going for both championships and 
the Southern Super Series, so he could win possibly three. And I, I think Casey uh, Roderick was the only one ever to do that, or Bubba did it, I think, once. Mm, but it it's super cool to see a local guy because he is a Pensacolian now. He's moved yeah. here with with his his wife Johanna Robbins, who's going to be in the Alan Turner race. Also had a good finish in Mobile, so. You know, hopefully she'll get some prowess back and uh, run up front and make us uh, local people proud. Yeah, Hunter with only 10 points out there, too, so <laughs> anything's possible. Just a little, a little bad break or a little bit of not the best luck, and you yeah. can be there. Well, I mean, you know, you you saw it last year. Stephen Nassie could have won it, and car wouldn't handle, and he dropped back fast, and Jake Garcia just ended up finishing ahead of him and winning it. So, I mean, it's... It's a unique deal, and it's going to be a hell of a show. Bring some friends, break, drink some beer, watch some stock cars go around, because I'm going to tell you, you will not be disappointed. Not at all. It's great. And Timothy Watson's going to be running his super, and yeah. that kid did really well in Mobile, and he run, I mean, he dominated the uh, Outlaws. So I look to see what he's going to do when he gets in that former Finch car mm. that he's driving. So... <laughs> You know, he's he's pretty tough at Five Flags Speedway, so you never know. Yep. Yeah. He's one of those guys that we've talked about in that youth experience kind of category, right? Right. He's, yeah. he's young. He's from Panama City. Yeah. Um, he's done really well this year. Uh, he put a name out there for himself. Uh, so what what can we expect? We can throw a little prediction out there about this weekend and who you might think that uh, might rise to the top. There are so many possibilities. It is really hard. Everybody's going to be trying to get the championship. That's one thing. Just try to win the race is another thing. Get tuned up for the snowball and the snowflake is another thing. Well, I mean, yeah. you're, you got Matt Craig who could win yeah. any time. Uh, Jackson Boone is another one that's starting to come very well at Five Flag Speedway and run up front. Yeah. I mean, Jake Finch, he's pretty good. Daniel Dye, he's, he's ARCA champion. Yeah. You know, and he's run pretty well. I mean, any of these guys on that list right there could win this race and make a heck of a show of it. I mean, we saw how uh, Chandler Smith got out front last year in that twin race, and Bubba ran him down right, and passed him. So you go out there and burn your tires up. That old girl will still eat tires like, you know, a cheese grater, and it's going to continue. You can't go 100%. And when you're out front like that, you shouldn't have to. You, no. You're in clean air. You should be able to run easy. But Chandler ran anything hard every lap, and Bubba was back there from 17th up to the wind. So, kitty, kitty. Yeah. <laughs> so we know how good he – we don't have to mention how good Bubba Pollard is. Yeah. We know he's got a shot every time he shows up in Pensacola. So it's just going to be a heck of a show, and, and people need to get out there and see it because it's, it's going to be great. It's a preview for the Derby. And yeah. I mean, you know, we always know the snowball's a barn burner, and oh, uh, Alan yeah. Turner Pro Late Model One Hundred is a good race. So let's let's get out there and watch some stock car racing, support your local short track. Um, yeah, and I think they've got a little combined uh, ticket price for Friday and Saturday night. So if if you just want to go Friday night, you're going to miss the whole weekend. But spend a little extra money to go out and get the Friday and Saturday night experience, and watch a great show well it's another part of it too i mean with uh twin 75s on friday and saturday for the prolates you got to be there in order to finish well and be you know a, a figure in the championship so you, you got to strategize just a little bit not just burn it completely up or tear it up on friday night and not be there for saturday yeah, exactly i mean it's you 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 want to take the car home one piece because if you tear it up Friday, like I said, you'll be all day Saturday you're fixing done. it. Or if you bend the clip, you're done. So you're not going okay. to get to race. And if you're in it for the championship, you've got to finish both races. So, uh-huh. I mean, looking at the championship, Hunter Robbins, you know, he's he's tied for first in the first race. I, I wouldn't. I would give up a couple spots to the 81 car. 
just just to get through that race and finish. But I mean, that 18 car has been a dominant force in the Alan Turner races. I mean, he's been pretty hardcore. So that's going to be interesting to see him and see what he does. I you gotta, mean, you got to think big picture. <laughs> yeah, you can't. If somebody's beating on you, you got to let them go. All right, go ahead. I'm not going. I'm not going to tear the car up in the first night. Now we go hard. Saturday night and whatever happens happens. Yeah, if we're um, you know predictors. Uh, Hunter Robbins might be one of the early favorites uh, from our studio uh, to win the Derby. Where the success has gone uh, with his stable this year with um, Ronnie Sanders. Well, I mean, it also depends on who else shows up. You never know who's going to show up at the Derby, so you just, <laughs> it's a dice roll. Yeah, sometimes. But we're always going to stick with Bubba Pollard. We're going to try to get that uh, get that snowball derby with him uh, on the win, and maybe he can you know close out this. Uh, Nineteen points is not really that far back. No. He could actually win, and Hunter may run into some problems, and uh, you know who knows. You just you never know. I mean, the back markers are always a, an issue because there's a lot of guys that don't run up front and when they start getting in the way it can create difficulties yeah well you tend to put a bumper to somebody and you got to be real careful and and not only that but you mean you like i said you're trying to win a championship and jackson boone's trying to win the race and jackson boone is not above putting a bumper to somebody (laughs) (laughs) so we've seen it in the past michael hind he's trying to win I mean, you know, you're trying to win a championship, but these guys want to win a race. Yes. So you've got to be smart, but you also, you know, you know where you got to finish. So you got to fight for everything you got. I think it's called being cautiously aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to let them hang and scrape the ground if you got to. But you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Let the rough drag. Let the rough side drag, brother. Yeah, I've heard that term used quite often in this studio. <laughs> yep. By my hero. That's where that came from. Old DW yep. said it first. Let the rough side drag. Well, that's uh, Friday and Saturday night uh, coming up here at Five Flag Speedway at Pensacola, Florida. Uh, you know, the pro late models on Friday night really split uh, Friday and Saturday night with the Supers on Saturday. Uh, what a great show that's going to be. Um, you know, when we earlier, I just got to stop and, and say, you know, we backed up for the earlier of the year. Uh, we were going to focus a little bit more on dirt. Right. And uh, this is becoming uh, maybe a two-part uh, segment here with the XR Series. With a lot of the dirt guys in the late models, um, whether it be Lucas Oil, whether it be XR, uh, these guys travel around. You know, we've talked about Kenny Schrader. We talked about Kenny Wallace. They run the modifies. They run the late models. They run all over the place. They run 70 plus races a year. Yeah. And they're running for 40, 50, 60, 75,000, a million yes. dollars at Huge Eldora. Uh, so that's the second, that's going to be the second part of the question from here. But our results from the XR series this weekend um, with a, a shout out uh, yeah. coming up after that. But the XR series at Kokomo in Indiana uh, with Tim McCready and Shane Clinton taking off the Friday and Saturday night win. And if you haven't seen some of those videos, man, that I, there's a big dirt late model race in our future in, in our dumpster. There's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> we've got maybe to. maybe yeah. we'll go up to Talladega Short Track or something and take in. The XR Series is kind of taking over the World of Outlaws and the uh, Lucas Oil Series. They're getting upset because they're losing a lot of drivers because of the big money. Right. I mean, me and Thomas were talking about earlier how that the Supers on asphalt can't bring that kind of money. Well, think about it. Those series are sponsored by... Big money. Big money to begin they with. They have yeah. the money, but but not only that, but you have no cup money in the dirt track series. No. So you got guys racing for a living. They got to have that purse money to move to the next race. 
an asphalt super late model, the problem is these kids are racing to move up. They don't give a damn about the purses. They don't care about the money. They want the trophies and the prestige so they can go to a cup owner and go, I won a snowball derby. I won this. I won that. And I want to, I want a shot at a, at a, a Xfinity car. I want a shot at a truck. Truck. Okay. The dirt late model guys are racing for a living. The dirt modified guys are racing for a living. They're trying to make money to continue the next race. That's why those races can pay so much. Asphalt late models, it, it doesn't get the purse doesn't mean anything to them. I mean, it pays what twenty five grand to win snowball derby. Yeah, you're gonna spend that in tires. Easy, mm, right? <laughs> Over the whole yeah. weekend. Yeah, and but it's not about the money; it's about the prestige. Mm. See, they're late model racing. There's a lot of prestige, but they're racing for a living. I mean, you guys got like Scott Bloomquist and Tim McCready. Those guys race for a living. That's what they do. They don't have jobs. They they work on their late models during the week. They take them to the racetrack and they run them. And they have to run up front. They have to make money, or otherwise they don't eat. And they don't make it to the next race or anything else either. So no, right. but they they've got to. And, but I mean that's the problem with we've gotten away from in asphalt short track racing is it's no longer about the the guys racing for a living because nobody races late models for a living anymore. Mm, no, they do it for fun. Well, you know you got somebody like Bob Pollard who has the funding to do it. Well, your regular average Joe Smo like me that wants to run a late model can't afford it. Yeah, Donnie Wilson, his whole entire Yeah, exactly. Career, yeah. And not to put Donnie right. down whatsoever. That's a perfect example yeah, that exactly. Donnie, Donnie Wilson is stable with Toyota backing him, and he's getting all these different drivers in there that have, like William Byron, Corey Heim, William Sawalich. Well, they bringing that money. You know, and William Sawalich, yeah. which we'll get into in just a second, did something else again this <laughs> past weekend. Yeah. So Won another and, race, maybe? I, yeah. I, I, hard to I think so. And, yeah. what, you know. and who did he win it with? Yeah, and mine is, what, 15th? Yes, fifteen years old. So yep. look out, well, world. <laughs> I mean, he's he's in some of the best equipment. I'd like to see what he'd do in something that's not as good that he actually has to learn. Because you know, Donnie Wilson have access to all the computers and the rigs and all that stuff, and it's easy to set a car up for somebody. Somebody like Bubba Pollard doesn't have all that. He has to go out and drive the car and figure it out, feel it, get comfortable with it, and drive it. I mean, I'm not putting the kid Swallows down whatsoever. He's a great driver. I mean, he's going to do something big, and yeah, if he, he stays healthy. He's a great kid. Seems like a nice kid. Seems like he he looks out for his his fans and stuff, which is important. But like I said, asphalt late model racing is about moving on. It's not about staying and racing and having a continuous series, which is what's wrong with ARCA. ARCA now is no longer a series where you can run and run for a championship and stay there. It's either you you come in, you move up and move on, or you just disappear. Yeah. It's it's terrible now. It used to be guys like Frank Kimmel and Will Kimmel and 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 James Hilton. Those guys ran the series to to make a living. Now it's the Venturini's own three Toyota teams, and Toyota comes in, spends all this money to get their young drivers in an ARCA car. Same thing with the truck series, which now longer Toyota no longer has Kyle Busch Motorsports. That's going to be interesting because all those drivers that have raced for him, where are they going to go? Because yeah, right. Toyota's going to have to spend a shit ton of money and do it now to get the truck team for somebody, oh, Thor Sport or whatever. But they weren't winning like Kyle Busch Motorsports was. Right. So now, you know, Chevrolet's kind of gave him a poke in the eye and said, take that, Toyota. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just, it's it's about money. Asphalt racing is about money now. It's no longer about the prestige. It's about the prestige winning races, but not about the money. Dirt right. late model racing is about the money. They're making a living doing that. They have sponsors, but that $50,000 that you win at Eldora, that goes a long way to help a team keep going. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the XR series at Kokomo, and Kokomo is a, a dirt track. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that we've 
uh, been able to touch a little bit more on the dirt series, and and it's just as exciting, even oh, more exciting <laughs> than some of the uh, the asphalt late model races that we watch. Um, you know, Shane Clanton uh, takes Friday nights win over Tyler Erb, Jimmy Owens, Brandon Shepard, and Jonathan Davenport. I mean, those are those I mean slouches. <laughs> no, those are big names. I mean, <laughs> and for Shane Clanton to come out, congratulations, Shane, for uh, pulling it out on Friday night. And then again, Jonathan Davenport, Chris Madden, uh, Ricky Thornton Jr., Dennis Erb, and some of the notables on Saturday night, which was a $40,000 uh, to win for Jonathan Davenport, uh, Devin Moran, Brandon Shepard, Brandon Overton, Jimmy Owens, and Tyler Erb, and Shane Clanton actually finished 15th on Friday night, but ended up winning, or actually Saturday night, but win uh, on Friday night. So, Not a slacker. No. That whole list those... that you put up there ain't a dadgum one of those guys that has not won a race this year somewhere. Right. Yeah, those are big names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Davenport, he won $100,000 at Eldora. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come crazy. on, guys. It's it's awesome. And they're they're racing. I mean, they're side-by-side, side, three wide, yeah. lap cars in the way, run the bottom, run the top, run the middle. Exactly. I mean, they put on a hell of a show, and that's what we've got to get back in asphalt racing because it's not a show like those guys put on and not for the money. Well, that's the thing about asphalt. I mean, it's like most of the tracks, one groove, you might be lucky to find something a little bit outside or a little, you know, half a groove up off the bottom. But for the most part, it's almost one lane, but not in the dirt. <laughs> you so, you, I mean, you actually think it's a primary sponsor that would hold back the asphalt series that puts up that kind of money? Uh, having a bigger know. sponsor to just be like a a blanket sponsor for a series like that would be great. Well, the problem too is promoters take the money that they get from the series sponsor supposed to pay for the points fund and all that stuff, and they take that money and use it elsewhere, and then they stack up the points fund. It's like the fifty fifty. Right. I've never seen a points fund increase from a fifty fifty, and we have them every week. We do. I've never seen a single points fund go up. You know, it's a, it's. I think it's. Uh, $500 in the championship, five flags. It's never been any more than that. Where's that 50 50 money going? Good question. You know, if you're going to put it in the points fund and put it in the damn points fund, don't don't use it for the points fund. That's not fair. Right. It's supposed to increase the driver's points. You know, they don't ever say that anymore. Right. It's 50 50, mm. 50 goes to the track, 50% goes there. Yeah, whatever. You know, I mean, that's you need to help the drivers. Oh. You've, got to, you've got to get racing costs under control right now because that's just like with us. Um, $220 for two tires has gone to $346 for two tires. That kills a guy like me. Yeah. That, that just totally, even with sponsors, that just totally destroys because my sponsors used to give me enough money to buy two tires at 200 something dollars. I can't go to them and say, Hey, y'all got to give me another hundred dollars. Cause you know, these are mostly guys that sponsor me are working people. I yes. got owns a boat. My other buddy builds on houses. And I mean, they help me when I ask them. Right. You know, and then my new sponsor and then all pools, man, thank God for Rich Bonneberger, because this year without him, I would be in trouble. <laughs> right. To be so very honest, I would be in a lot of trouble. And without Ben Cranford and Martin Beck and their help, I would be in trouble. And it just, it makes little guys like me look at it and go, is it really worth spending this money anymore? Well, let me throw this at you. Okay. I mean, just hypothetically, okay. just, just out there in open forum, you know, mm -hmm. open dialogue. If there were 20 cars in your class and the sportsman here locally at Five Flags Speedway, and you finished 15th, had a horrible night, couldn't get the setup right, had a flat tire, got in a wreck, got damaged, but you loaded up on the trailer and went home with $1,000, how would that feel? That would be good. I mean, you know, I, I think promoters should have a hard luck award, you know, throw a couple hundred dollars. I'm going to tell you the best guy in the world to do that is John Dykes at Op Alabama. Yes. And 
I've been up there and broke on the pace lap, got black light because my fuel cell was dumping fuel everywhere. We couldn't figure it out. Had to go on the trailer. And his daughter, Malia, walked by me after she had to pat me. She walked over to where I was standing and hands me $50. She says, Dad told me to give this to you. Thank you for coming. I paid my fuel up there. Right. So back then it didn't. I wouldn't cover it. But back then it paid my fuel up there. So at least I got something. You know, and John always looked out for me. He always looks out for his racers. And that's how you have to do your local guys. If you will push them, they'll do better if you help them. Hey, if you have a bad night, what would it hurt you as a promoter to hand a guy two two passes for the next race? Hey, man, let me help you out here. Here's two passes for the next race. Yeah, right. Do little shit stuff like that. Excuse yeah. me. No, I, I, get, think, I, get, I, I get upset and passionate and frustrated by it because we get no help. Well, I've, I've been preaching this. Um, I mean, not really preaching it, but I brought this up a long, long, long time ago with what we're referring to as this primary sponsor. You know, Lucas Oil... Uh, they put up, you know, uh, maybe a million dollars in purse money or $500,000 in purse money. And you got the winner going to Kokomo. You go to Eldora and blah, blah, blah. Then they're winning like big time money, 40, 50, 60, $75,000. Well, if you put that money into with a primary sponsor and you had 15 cars and you finish 10th and go home, load your car up, go home, even in a local class, pure stock, sportsman, you know, Pro 85 Monte Carlos, 87 Monte Carlos, and you're working your butt off and getting cut. You're getting, you know, sparks everywhere and you're, you're adrenaline. You go home with money to put in your pocket to improve the car. That increases the chances of the field getting closer together because the guys that are coming home with 15th or 10th making that money, they can improve their performance. Yeah, well, can. why not have a... a Draw a pill at the beginning of the night, and whoever finishes in that position gets an extra hundred and fifty dollars. Right. I mean, I get it as a promoter, you're trying to make money. I get that, but usually when the the infield pays for that night, okay, usually covers everything. That I the way I understand it, at thirty dollars a head. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you got to consider you bring two people that's sixty dollars, and you got to buy sixty five dollars worth of race fuel if you can get away with five gallons. That's if you buy the. The pump gas at the track. I'm fixing to go back to have gas because I just I can't afford it. But um, you know, you do all this and do that what they tell you and everything like that, and you lose money. I get it's not a it, our local guys are not to make money. It's not going to ever happen. I get it. But what's frustrating is when you got guys spending fifty thousand dollars to win five hundred. That's ridiculous. And the tech should do something about it. Yeah. I mean, they don't tech anything. You got to check these guys because I mean we're getting out motored. Last year, we were on a narrow tire. I had less motor. I just could get through the corners better. I was whooping on them hard. Well, then you come up and you put a big tire on them. Well, then guys with the big motors can get away with it. Yeah. Plus, I think there's some people soaking tires. I got a feeling that we got some folks that, that are doing some stuff they're not supposed to do, but they haven't checked nothing. And you've got to check it. You've got to look. That's nothing that gets people out there. Because I took over Flomathon one time, and these guys cheating, and I I put a kibosh on it, and we got like six cars the very next week. Because mm-hmm. guys decided they wanted to come race because they felt they were on a level playing field again. Yeah. You know, you you can't. There's cars sitting at home. Guys going. You know, I, I when I first started, I didn't care. I just wanted to be on a racetrack. I did. I, win great. Yep. Yeah. When I won a heat race my first year on asphalt, that was cool. But just to go out there and finish in the top ten points, drive the thing on the trailer, have fun, and then you win one. And then, it, then it's the like, oh, changes. this is what this is about. Okay, yeah. now I want to win every week. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't win every week. You can't. You you'll lose way more than you'll ever win. It's never going to happen. You're never going to go to NASCAR, and you stick with it. 
But like I said, it's getting to the point where the expenses aren't, the, the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore. It's just not worth it. And it's getting to the point where even guys like me have to question, should I sell the car and quit for a while and sit out? But then, you know, it just gets more and more expensive. It's just, it's, it's killing a guy like me. Yeah, the rule creep and the cost creep is, will get you quickly because <laughs> you well, can't just keep going. We say it, let's go, Brandon, because that egghead <laughs> is causing 90% of the dang problems in this country, but we won't go politics. But it's when, when, when people have expendable income, and under Trump, we had expendable income. People had money to spend on racing and buying stuff and doing things, and they could get out and do stuff. Well, right now, with the economy the way it is, you can't afford to even go to the races. No. If you've got two kids... How can you afford to even sit in the grandstands at $15 a head and buy your kid a hot dog and a hamburger and buy them a souvenir? Because when I was a kid, I went to races. The first thing I want, I want a checkered flag. I want a T-shirt. I want a hat. You know, you got to buy the kid something. I'm just saying, yeah. you, you as a promoter, we need more excitement. Yes. You go up north, they, they have reverse races. They have four-cylinder races. They have uh, uh, um, motorcycle races. They have uh, bus races. They have something to bring people to the track. Right. You know, I mean, Flumpton used to have a bus series night, and I'm telling you, you, you couldn't get in the grandstands. It was packed, <laughs> standing room only for the buses. Imagine what would happen if we had a bus race out here, or we had something special. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we, yeah. we need some special races. Yeah. I mean, we had stuff, you, you know, promoters don't promote anymore. It's like, oh, well, the big guys come to town, it'll take care of everything. We, we just need more. Yeah. yeah, I don't see much of the local media that puts out, you know, no. some of the events at all. And, and even our local, you know, TV stations within the region. Uh, that that would promote it, and I don't know if that's a cost-effective thing uh, or if they are just uh, ignoring it. I remember one year in our local Pensacola News Journal, they were fussing and moaning about not having any kind of local big sporting event, and then like three pages over in the sports section, they were talking about the snowball derby, and I'm like, are you guys one hand not you know talking to the other because that is a huge event. It brings in millions of dollars every year. Yes, and they just don't get right. it. Well, I mean, in, in Chuck Quarter, God bless him, because yeah. he's the only one who writes anything in the news journal about us. So used to, our results were always in the news journal. Yeah. And my mom would go in there and cut them out and blow them up and, and send copies to all my relatives. You know, look, look where Jim finished and, you know, things like that. And we used to go out and do stuff like a Blue Wahoos game. Had some stock cars down there. Yeah. You know, gallery night, Bubba, Paul, uh, Bubba Winslow went down to gallery night and had his car down there. Why not set up a tent? Five Flag Speedway, come out and watch us. You know, we're to have you come down there with a video screen and yeah. show some of the races. And, I mean, promote the Speedway. I mean, right. we still have people here in town that don't have a clue that it's there. Yeah, I mean, I, I stand yep. in line with a race now. What's that shirt saying? I told him, he said, do we have a racetrack runner? I heard Pine Forest Road, Five Flag Speedway. Oh, really? I didn't know we had a racetrack. Don't you? Well, that's, how the hell do you not know? That's a way to recruit too, yeah. as a way of, of a visual thing. Because boys and girls at a young age, when they see race cars, they're automatically attracted. Yeah. Because I, I don't know whether it's the color or the car or something. They can go to a baseball game or a basketball game or a football game. I don't think they're as much in tuned rather than seeing a race car in front of them. Well, and you put a kid in a seat mm-hmm, and yes. take a picture of him. <laughs> This dude is hooked for life. Well, and that's you, part of that promotion that we're talking about. I, I agree, and I'll tell you something else, too. We've taken uh, shop classes out of schools. Yep. Kids have no mechanical ability. It's all about these stinking phones. Oh, what I can do, I can play this video game. 
but they're not teaching them how to work with their hands and learn stuff. And we used to have, you know, motivational speakers. What would be wrong with, with having some five flags drivers go around to local schools and talk about racing and talk about the opportunities in racing? You know, look, you can be a pit crew member. You can do this. You can do that. You can make good money uh, being part of the sport. Yeah. You can go to the NASCAR college. You can do this. You can do that. You don't have to go to college, but they don't do anymore. All they do is push college on these kids and these kids go to college and take, you know, gender studies or whatever. And Underwater they're basket weaving. <laughs> yeah. And, and they get out and like, dude, live in mom and dad's basement. Kids have no motivation and we should be motivating these kids to want to race. Why can't we have a, a deal like at the go-kart track where we bring out some guys with go-karts and let these kids that, that want to try it, no. get out there and make some laps. Hey, you know, I would gladly get my sponsors together and sponsor a go-kart to go out there and do that. Do the whole ride-along week we used to do. Bring the kids out stand, set them in a race car, make a slow lap. You know how big that is? Flumberton used to do it every year. You know how big that is for little kids to sit and hold? I rode in Jim Pokrant's race car. That was so cool. And they become your fan, and, and they get to know you, and they see your face, and they know who you are. We don't even get out of the cars and get introduced anymore. Right. So fans right. don't know us. The fans that do know us know us, but we don't get to get the excitement that we get. Get out of the car, wave to the fans. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, have a driver's night. We we haven't had a damn fan appreciation night, and I can't tell you when. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Go to Mardi Stuff, Gras parade and do burnouts down Main Street. Yeah, or, or put the cars on the trailer. Tim Tim's got a big trailer. Put a couple cars on it. Pull it in the parade. It don't cost that much. Do it in Milton. Yeah. yeah. You know, have the guys handing out cards. Here you go. Here's a free pass to Five Flags. If you buy a pass, you get a free one. Get, yeah, get people out there. Exactly. Uh, get it, kids involved. And, you know, that, exactly. that's what really keeps the sport growing. Exactly. Get If you buy one, get one free. The dad can pay for his way in. The kid gets in for free. Then he can have a little bit of money to buy a hot dog or a soda or something or a souvenir. And, and have a driver's appreciation night. Introduce the drivers on their championship night outside the car. This is Jim Pogrant from Pensacola, Florida, former champion, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and say something about them. Right. But we don't. And if you don't promote the local guys, the local guys go, this isn't fun. Why am I out here? I'm just, I'm just kind of a, spe- a pimple on the diseased behind of a racetrack. We're not actually something that's important. Make us feel important. Well, that's uh, something that our listeners could probably chime in on. And uh, give us your opinions. Uh, Write us a message, you know, on Facebook page, Short Track Guys on on Facebook. Um, Let us know. Uh, Before we sign off, though, I want to give out some Port City shout-outs because, you know, we are Port City guys with Bubba Pollard leading the way. Uh, I've got a few more now than I did last week. Uh, We got Nick Ross. Um, at Evergreen Raceway Park, uh, Brenton Parrott at Speedway 95, Rick Martin again at Seekonk Speedway. I think we mentioned him last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt Carter and the champion at Langley Speedway, uh, Bryce Carver at Huntsville Speedway, uh, Patrick Lapel at White Mountain Park, uh, Jeff Giles at Jennerstown, Chris Eggleston at Colorado National Speedway, the Barry Attaway. At Jennerstown and his tenth feature win this year and his eighth track championship. Congratulations to you, uh, Ryan Morgan at Thompson Feedway. We all know those guys. At um, uh, congratulations to all the Port City race car drivers uh, with those chassis and uh, Bubba Pollard. We're pulling for you. You know that. If you don't know it by now, then man, you're sleeping. <laughs> you're sleeping hey, uh, no doubt. Apologize for getting on my soapbox there, but what about the Valley Star 300 this weekend? 
83 oh. entries Huge. in the late model Huge. stock NASCAR late model stock race. And that's one of the biggest late model stock race or the biggest late model stock race in the country. Oh, we I got mean, Butterbean Queen. <laughs> I mean, if you got a guy named Brendan Butterbean Queen, you got to love that. Yeah, Brendan he, he says he, he's got the mullets. He's flying <laughs> the mullet, so he's he's ready to win a race. But I mean, that race is going to be something special at Martinsville because they're the the late model stocks don't have the brakes that regular late models have. So you got to save your brakes, you got to save your tires. You can't. You got to save it till the end, and that's that's going to be a good show. Timothy yeah. Peters, Caden Honeycutt, Jared Fryer. That's among. That's just some of a few of a huge list. Oh yeah, of drivers. I'm sure the there are a few more. Oh, there's a whole lot more. Carson Quapel, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, we can't even begin to. Steve Zacharias, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Peyton Sellers. Oh, for crying out loud! Yeah, Cole Bruce, uh, Magnum Tate, Andrew Bryce Applegate. <laughs> Got to love that. Uh, Ross Boo Boo Dalton, come on, Boo Boo, go Boo Boo, you gonna win this race, Boo Boo, Boo Boo, Boo Boo, gonna get it done. Yeah, Ty Majeski, Jake Crum. Uh, oh, Majeski's in there. Ty Majeski, we know that guy, right? Yeah, we know him. So. Truck, didn't he win his first truck race at, <laughs> at Bristol this uh, last yeah. this past time? Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, Katie Hettinger, Blake Stallings. I mean, it, it, it list literally goes on and on and on. And I'm just in the 70s right now. It goes down to the 90s for yeah, crying out loud. They got a bunch of them. And oh, they yeah. think they're only starting 30 of them. So it's going to be uh, <laughs> extremely interesting once that, gr- that green flag drops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so congratulations. And we'll, we'll talk about that next week when it's over because it's going to be a hell of a show. I can't wait oh, to hear yeah. the end of that one because it's usually a – Wreck fest at the end. <laughs> Pushing and grinding. Yeah, that's the one Bubba almost won until Matt Craig decided to drive down the bottom of the straightaway and clean out the leaders. <laughs> Caused a big wreck, and Bubba walked down there, and NASCAR actually suspended him for a race because he, he walked down there to say something. Well, the relo- results from that will be coming up uh, next Wednesday, I believe. Yep. Yes, they will. That's that's this weekend. And we'll have the results from Five Flags Speedway, and that's going to be a barn burner, a good show. Get your butt out there, get your tickets to off the computer, and watch the race live. It's much more exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's get Friday and Saturday see. night, and um, we'll uh, catch up on everybody uh, next Friday on all the results. And, yep. And we kind of look forward to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd Barring... just throw one more thing out here before we go. Throw it. Last weekend at Mobile, the racing was great. The pro truck race was huge. Uh I have to, uh, I, I know the pro truck race was interesting. Uh, Enrique Ferrer and, uh, see Dustin Smith going into turn three, got together and the beneficiary of that was, uh, somebody who I can't think of. Right Jerry Goff. Jerry Goff. <laughs> Jerry Goff yeah. won it. And I think, didn't Maddox Langham come up and finish second? Yes, he did. They, they were trailing by a little bit, but that little incident right there at the very end, it, it, it it was That's, bad for them, but good for everybody else. Uh, congratulations to Maddox for, on a good podium finish there. And Jerry Goff, you know, that's that A.J. McCarron yep. sponsored truck. Hey, that's a nice piece. And do not forget that the Lee Fields Memorial is coming up on the 29th of October. So that's going to be a huge race, too. That'll be a good one. Yeah, it usually is. I mean, they, they usually put on a really good show. Yeah, I think Gina's done a great job over there uh, in collaboration with uh, Houston Motorsports Park and bringing yes. uh, both of those facilities together and putting the events and uh, putting people in the stands uh, with different varieties of uh, classes, yes. um, alternating weekends that doesn't interfere. Uh, it puts more emphasis on their schedule and doesn't interfere with anything else, not as a, uh, a, a direction of you know interfering in a way. 
but they they do that schedule alternating so that it it fulfills everything at Mobile. Well, they try. I mean, you, you there's some things you can do, some things you can't do. She does a fine job. She oh, yeah. she's really trying, and I think that's cool. We get we need to get promoters that are trying. Hopefully, they'll increase the purse over there, and and that'll help too because it's hard for a driver like me to do over and race for three hundred dollars when I got to spend you know, 300 some dollars on tires, you know, it's just, it's just impossible. And we spoke uh, on Sunday and she said she's got big plans coming up. So need to watch. Yep. We will see. Uh, I hope so. I'd like to see that place keep going. It's a fun racetrack to race at. Oh, we will certainly keep up with that. You know, with Gina, we've had her on, uh, we look forward to uh, getting with her and getting her back on and, um, keeping up with her progress over there with that collaboration we just mentioned. Um, and so, I mean, I I don't know if we can. I mean, we could go on and on and on for the rest of the night about some stuff, but I think that it allows our time to uh, bring up our our signature series sign off that we've started some months ago. Yes, Uh, it's just a one two three count, and it is a one two three. Let's go, Brandon. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.